seems like the lights are a little bit higher than they usually are. We could bring them down a little bit. Is that possible? We'll get started in a minute um, while we're getting settled. I a, a few weeks ago, we, some of us who were here during the couple of weeks ago took a commitment to try to meditate every day, minimum of two minutes. So we're on like the 30-day challenge. We're week two, finishing week two of the 30-day challenge meditation. Anybody, raise your hand if you're meditating every day. That's great. That's a good portion of the people in this room. Raise your hand if you didn't really do it every day, but you're trying. <laughs> All right, that's the rest of us. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, so that was one practice that I've been offering in the last couple of weeks, keep going every day. And then the second one was last week we talked about the way we hear some kind of, some kind of, uh, there's a stimulus and our mind then just takes it and runs with it. Right, So we did that when we talked about sound and the way sound impacts our mind, and then we just start thinking about it and thinking about it. And so I asked you this week to pay attention to when your mind does that in the course of the day. So did anyone try that? Some of us. Any reflections or anything to say before we get started? Uh You notice your mind getting startled and then going off thinking like the worst case or something. Yeah, it's really normal. That's what happens. The main thing with that is um, it's not a problem. This is what our minds do. It's when we have stories that lead to a lot of suffering, right? The little tiny thing sends us off into the worst-case scenario, and that's what we're trying to bring our mind back, bring our mind back. Yeah. So we'll get started more formally in about a minute. Let's wait for people to get settled. The room is getting more and more full. So just to say if you come early... Try to come down and inward so the outside seats are for people who get in a little bit later. Unless you just absolutely have to have an outside seat, then take it. <laughs> Whatever you need. I'd like to welcome everyone to our Thursday 12.30 mindful meditation here at the Hammer Museum. It's every Thursday, so if you're here for the first time, actually raise your hand if you're here for the first time. Bunch of new people, welcome. So it's every Thursday, and it's a time for us to get together to practice, to learn some meditation, to help us to train our brains, our minds, to be more present, more in the present moment. I'm Diana Winston. I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at UCLA's Mindful Awareness Research Center, which is over in the medical school. We, um, we do education and research connected to mindfulness. So this class, among many classes, is one of the things we offer, as well as we're doing some research studies now and lots of different programs, ongoing programs to bring mindfulness to the larger UCLA school and community. So. Um, Mindfulness, as I like to define it, is about paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. 
So we're going to practice the simple practice that helps us be in the moment, that trains our minds to come back to the present moment. Our minds are so lost all over the place, thinking, planning, imagining, remembering, worrying, you name it, judging. Anybody here judge other people by any chance? <laughs> or judge yourself? No, no, of course not. Um, this is what our minds are doing all day. And so mindfulness is a, almost it's like a respite from that. It gives us an opportunity to... Just be here and rest and relax and sense what's happening and come into our own experience. Instead of being so externally focused, which we are much of the time, we learn to be more internally focused. We can actually keep that alive in the midst of our day where we have some internal awareness even as we're going about our, our um, external activities. And it helps us be more connected to ourselves and the the benefits of mindfulness include reduction of stress and helping reduce emotional reactivity. It helps with attention, focus. It helps with, um, it even can impact our relationships and our lives. Just for fun, show of hands. Raise your hand if since you started meditating, someone in your life has noticed that you're a little bit more calm or peaceful at ease. So look at that. Look around. A lot of people have had that experience. It impacts our relationships. So today I just wanted to do some basic mindfulness practice and then also offer a kindness and compassion practice where we cultivate positive emotions. I was just in the mood for that today, so I thought we'd do that. And, um, and you'll just follow along. If you're new, follow along. If you're not new, you know what's going on. And, um, and the idea is simply that whatever we practice, we will cultivate. So if you want to practice being kind, you will result in more kindness. If you want to end up being mean, practice being mean. It works the same way, actually. <laughs> and that's what the science of neuroplasticity shows us, that our brains change. It's very interesting, depending on what we do with them. So that's a short, very short um, taste of a much larger topic. But let's begin with our meditation today. So I just invite you to settle back in your chair. You can close your eyes unless that doesn't feel right to you, in which case keep them open, but mostly looking downward. Most people close their eyes for this meditation. You don't have to. Most people breathe through their nose, in and out through their nose. There are different kinds of meditative techniques where you breathe out through your mouth. Maybe you've learned something like that in a yoga class or something, but... This meditation, we just keep our breath as natural as possible in and out through our nostrils. Our back is upright, but not rigid or tight. Our feet can be on the floor, so we feel supported and comfortable. Hands are resting wherever it works for you, in your lap or arms of the chair. And you can begin by taking a few deep breaths. Letting yourself relax a little bit, let go of anything it took to get here, frustration, 
something that's troubling you during the course of the day, let it go for now. It will be there when you return. But for the time being, it's just this time for you to relax, to reconnect. And let's begin with a what we call a three-center check-in. Let's notice what's going on in our mind. We'll just begin with our mind. See if, as you turn your attention to your mind, you might notice something. What am I thinking? What is my mind thinking in this moment? Maybe you're thinking about something you have to do later, or you're curious about what I'm going to say next, or anything. It doesn't matter. With mindfulness, we bring present time awareness to our experience. What's happening in our minds? And then drop your attention to your chest area. See if you can notice what's happening in your heart or in your emotions. There may or may not be something, but notice if there's any particular emotion here. Sadness, frustration, maybe some fear, longing. There's not supposed to be something here. All we're doing is making space for whatever we find. So if you notice that there's an emotion, let it be here. It's okay. It's just what's happening. And breathe. And then drop your attention to your body really to the lower part of your body, your stomach, legs, and notice whatever sensations are present in your body right now. Heaviness, lightness, pressure, discomfort, pleasure, pain. Whatever is happening, just notice your body on the chair. If you notice any areas of tension, see if you can allow it to soften and relax. You can use your breath to soften any tension by breathing more deeply and essentially directing that breath to the area of tension. but ultimately let your breath be at its own natural rhythm. And begin to notice that your body is breathing. Without you doing anything in particular, your body is breathing. See if you can tune in to the natural breath in your body. Abdomen rising and falling. Chest rising, falling, expanding, contracting. Or air in your nostrils, coolness, tingling, sensation, flow.
Pick a spot to focus on. Abdomen, chest, or nostrils. Really get connected to that breath. We can connect our attention to our breath and sustain our attention through the duration of the breath. Connect and sustain. If you try too hard, your mind will feel tight. If you get too loose, you really may not attend to the breath. You might not be able to focus on it. So find a place in between where we connect and sustain our attention one breath at a time. Mind wanders off. Notice that your mind is wandering, say thinking or wandering. And then gently return to your breathing. By the way, say that inside your head, not out loud. Last week we explored listening to sounds. If the sound gets really obvious and pulls your attention away, let go of the breathing. Listen to the sound. Listen to it come and go. Notice what happens to it. Don't get caught in a story. Come back to your breathing when it doesn't hold your attention anymore. Let's try this simple way of practicing. Not easy to do, but simple in theory. I'll do this for a while and then I'll shift over to some kindness and passion practice.
Let's begin the kindness practice by checking in once again with our emotions. Is there anything present? There may or may not be. Tuning into our bodies. Noticing your body on the chair. Then letting yourself bring to mind someone you love. Someone when you think of them you get happy. This could be a good friend, family member, child, mentor. And feel free to use a non-human. Pets are great. Have a sense of this loved one here in front of you. Sense them, feel them, see them. As you experience this, this loved one, notice what happens inside you, how it impacts your body and mind. Maybe you feel a bit more relaxed, or there's warmth, or you feel happy. Maybe a smile comes to your lips. This is the feeling of kindness, connection with another human being or non-human, desire for their happiness, and awareness of their own goodness. It's like you're tuning into the goodness inside them. So we can begin to wish them well. Imagine you could see the goodness or feel the goodness or sense the goodness inside this person. Imagine if you want to use your imagination, you don't have to. You can imagine there's like this incredible jewel in their heart. And it's multifaceted and colorful. And it's all of what's incredible about this person. And as you contact that, notice what happens inside you and begin to wish them well. May you be safe and protected. You can repeat my words or ultimately use your own words as you wish. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease. You might imagine really the radiance inside them is just glowing light from this jewel. Or if your mind doesn't work that way, that's fine. Just have a sense of their goodness. Notice the impact on you, wishing them well. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be free from stress and anxiety. May you have great joy. And now imagine this loved one turns around and sends it back to you. Imagine they can see the 
the jewel inside your heart. They can see the goodness in you. Sometimes we forget our own goodness, but the people who love us often can see it. And they say, may you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease. And notice if it's possible to receive the kindness and the well wishes. Like a heart beating, the jewel shining inside you, and it's responding to their jewel, this precious gem. And as you inhale, you can imagine sending kindness to them. Sorry, you can imagine receiving it on the inhalation. As you exhale, sending it to them. You can say whatever words you feel drawn to. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May we be happy and peaceful. May we know our own goodness. May we connect with that. It's noticing how it feels inside you, saying whatever words, whatever images come, as there's a cycle of inhalation and exhalation of breathing and well wishes. If emotion starts to come, it's completely normal. If feelings other than kindness come, that's also completely normal. We can say, for whatever it is I'm feeling right now, can I hold this too with kindness? For whatever it is I'm feeling right now, can I hold this too with kindness? And breathe, feel, and sense. And then imagine there are many people in front of you whom you love. This could be family members or best friends or whomever. Just imagine they're in front of you, sense them, feel them. And that you can see their incredible glowing gem inside their heart. It's bright and multifaceted and colorful and emanating light. And you can wish them well. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be safe and protected from danger. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease. Say whatever words you wish to say to these loved ones. Then imagine the radiant light that's coming from all of you 
begins to spread and spread. And if light doesn't work for you, that image doesn't work, that's fine. Just have a sense of whatever is kind and good. And it begins to spread out from this room and touch other people, maybe touching the people in this room first. And expanding and expanding. And breathe and sense your own body and mind. For whatever it is I'm feeling right now, may I hold this with kindness. When it's expanded as far as you can imagine, and just come back and sense yourself right now. Notice what you're feeling. There's no right answer. If kindness is here, let it be here. Let it spread through your body. If something else is here, that's okay too. May everyone everywhere, without exception, be happy and peaceful and at ease. After the next breath, feel free to open your eyes. So the practice we just did is obviously a different practice than the mindfulness practice, but it's very complementary. And we can use the mindfulness when we're doing the kindness practice because we ha- maybe other kinds of feelings come up or maybe nothing's happening. Just You're just saying the words. That's fine. So you can notice what's happening. So we bring our mindfulness into the kindness practice. And as we practice the kindness practice, you come up against the places where it's hard to feel kind. So it might be the person you choose or the fact that the person's sending it to you or later on we can try it for ourselves. There's all sorts of ways to do it. But it's a cultivation of certain qualities of mind that just develop over time. And it's really, it's kind of an amazing practice because it can actually change how we are. It's like can change our default setting from being negative and depressed to having more of a loving approach to life. So it's possible. Anyway, thank you for coming today. I have a couple of announcements. When you exit on the right, we have a poster like a flyer with all the upcoming programs and events at our center. And um, there's new classes coming up in March, so there's nothing for a a little while. But take a look. This is every Thursday. This is also a podcast. It's a a week behind, but we try to put it on our website so that our website's on the, um, on the, the flyer. And Michael Perricone, some of you know him, but he's the guy who plays the Tibetan singing bowls. We do a guided meditation together. He'll be coming on the 21st. And I think that's it. The galleries are free today. Enjoy yourself. And I will be in the hallway at the end if you have any questions once we're done. Thanks so much.